0: We use a ghoulish number of spoilers, so watch the movies first.
1: Second warning, we don't know anything about anything, so don't take us seriously while we take these movies
0: seriously. So, we recorded our last episode outside, and I think the sound came out great. And then it poured rain today, so we can't be outside because it's very loud.
1: It is very loud. And also, there seemed to be an infestation of texas mosquitoes in our lawn furniture and i'm very very reactive
0: they're bad bad news that could be a horror movie
1: yes the
0: texas mosquito
1: so anyway we are in our new recording studio yes
0: we have moved from where were we recording before oh the other bedroom
1: yes we recorded in the guest bedroom and then we recorded on the patio.
0: And now we are in a bathroom that we can't use as a bathroom for the next month because we've covered it in blankets. It's a little weird. I, I'm going to put a picture of this on my blog because it's going to be very interesting.
1: It is very interesting. I have already Instagrammed it because I am young and hip.
0: You're just so hip. Speaking of hip young things, what movie did we watch?
1: Well, so today we are going to talk about the movie Shutter. That's Shutter with two T's. Shutter. Like a camera shutter. A camera? A camera shutter. (laughs) Um, Shutter is from 2004, so it's a little bit older, Mm -hmm. which seems weird to say that with a year that starts in 2000, but. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 16 years ago. And we watched it on Netflix.
0: We did, and it is as far as I can think, I have don't have records in front of me. I think it's our first Thai movie, really? I think
1: so. Um, it is definitely our first foreign language film. I was gonna say' this first one. foreign film, no. but we watched Canadian movie, a Canadian movie last time. So Shutter is about. Some college-age students, maybe a little bit older, like they've just recently graduated college. A- college. Yeah. The main character is a photographer. And he and his girlfriend, one night driving home from a party, hit somebody with her car. They did. And then they drive away. and then
0: Which was totally his idea.
1: It was totally his idea. And so then the whole movie is like this kind of... Slide into madness as this ghost is haunting them and they're trying to figure out you know who it is first of all which i'm like uh duh (laughs) and then um what they can do like how do they free themselves from this
0: apparition yeah but there is a twist in that there is it that is who it is but not because of the car accident yes car accident didn't happen i mean the accident happened but
1: but she wasn't really she wasn't there. Dead. She was already a ghost at that point because yeah. she was already dead. Yes. So basically that's the rundown of this movie. Yes. What would you like to say about it?
0: That's the problem is I took very few notes and I don't know that I have a lot to say. I've got some some things, but perhaps you have more because you're so educated and intelligent.
1: <laughs> oh, you're funny. Well, I... I took more notes on this than I've taken on any of them, but I think I'm falling into old habits of like just obsessively noting everything that happens. Sure. Because I don't trust myself to remember the things that I wanted, you know, the details of the movie. I have a terrible memory for things like that. Ooh, let's start with the thing where while we were watching it, I said to you, oh, we're going to talk about that.
0: What is it we're going to talk about?
1: At one point, Ton, the main character, the photographer, is having a nightmare in which he sees his girlfriend, Jane, sitting uh, like in a auditorium style uh, lecture hall kind of thing at the school. He sees her sitting there and he walks toward her. And right when he gets there, like, you know, a drop of blood drops onto her notebook. And and we're like, what? Because we still haven't seen her face. She turns around and her face, like, she's bleeding from the eyes and from the mouth. And that was shocking enough. And then we see a pile of teeth fall onto the notebook. Like, not just teeth, like, Bloody gross
0: teeth. Yeah, I wasn't sure they were teeth. I, it was either teeth or like gross, you know, white globs. And I was, I, I'm happier with teeth, honestly.
1: Really? Because I was super not happy with that.
0: It wasn't good. I but.
1: disliked that so very much. <laughs> but the thing I wanted to talk about there is. The reason I disliked it is that one of the things that I regularly have nightmares about is that my teeth are getting loose in my mouth. Of course. Like, I'll wake up very concerned that I have to go see the dentist because my teeth are so loose that I'm afraid they're going to start falling out. Yeah,
0: and my experience is actually the opposite. Uh, My common nightmare is that my teeth get tight because my Mm. two front teeth actually do overlap. They're like pushing against each other. And in my nightmares, they push against each other until they crack and fall apart, and they're broken, and it's horrible. And I have had times where in the middle of the day, I'll suddenly put my tongue against my teeth and go, oh, okay, it's fine. (laughs) Like I spent, in that moment, I realized I spent the whole morning assuming my teeth were destroyed and apparently not doing anything about it. Right, because that
1: was just how you were going to have to live. (laughs) And that's the thing. Like I, The whole idea of my teeth falling out, it, it's scary to me on a very, very deep, like, real-life level. I don't want my teeth to fall out.
0: True. I've heard that that means you're dreaming about aging, or you're scared about aging. I don't know. I mean... It might just be about your teeth.
1: I don't know. But anyway, it was tapping into a very real fear that I have. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't spend all day every day worrying about my teeth falling out, but it's clearly something that's in my brain because it comes up in in nightmares regularly. Um, And then they did it in such a, like, graphically disgusting (laughs) way. It was pretty gross. It was was definitely, ooh, I want to think about this, because we watched a movie where a girl cut five heads off with a... Kitchen knife. Yeah, but I feel like this movie Shutter is so far has been the most graphically disturbing and and gory of the movies that we've watched this yeah. month.
0: I think so. I it's it's really very kind of standard horror movie stuff. You know the standard Asian horror movie. Yeah, with the ghosts chasing them around and. Uh, climbing up the bed. That's a oh, classic.
1: The, where the, the ghost is at the end of the bed and, like, first pulls so. the blanket off of the person very slowly. And I don't understand why that is so terrifying, <laughs> but it is terrifying. And then, of course, you know, you look down the bed and there's just <laughs> half, you know, the top half of the head and creepy eyes staring at you.
0: Yeah. It's scary. You don't want to lose those sheets.
1: Actually, that reminds me of another thing that I said while we were watching it is that. I feel like the use of that imagery to be horrific comes from the minds of people who have experienced sleep paralysis. Because that like yeah. there's a face at the end of my bed staring at me. Sure. Is is one of the one of the um the things that people who experience sleep paralysis yeah. describe often. Well,
0: and then kind of hanging over you like when they crawl up to bed and they're yeah. on you and you can't do anything about it.
1: Yeah. I mean, not that every director who includes that has sleep paralysis, but, like, that idea, I think, would, it came from someone who had sleep paralysis. Other super scary things in this movie, to me, were, like, at, toward the end when he's trying to escape from her and she's crawling at him. I, You know, that, that whole, like, Asian ghost <laughs> creepy crawling broken arm yeah. along the floor thing, It it is so unsettling to me. <laughs> and then she was doing it. On a ladder, going down head first. Which, again, like, there's just something about that that my brain is like, that's wrong. That can't happen. This is upsetting.
0: What my brain did was go, why are we walking like this? (laughs) Which is a reference to the Clerks animated series. It happens to me every time something like that happens. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. That was good.
1: I feel like there was another instance. Oh, when the sink was flooding... And Mm -hmm. first her hair came floating over the edge, and then her fingers came over the edge. So
0: creepy. Yeah, this, I mean, it feels like this was 2004. I haven't, I don't have the other information in front of me, but it feels like this was really riding the the ring wave. Yeah. And it was, you know, they're like, oh, that's, that works. Let's do that. So the ring and the grudge, and we're going to copy all of those kind of ghosts.
1: Yeah. And I know I say this every single year when we watch these movies, but that is the horror that, like, very few things like that that are supposed to be scary actually scare me. Those things, like, I can feel it deep inside. Like, it's, (laughs) I am afraid of these ghosts. That's good. And, like, I find that fascinating. And, And I always wonder if it's because I have less experience with them. So they are scarier, and the others I've just, like whatever the floaty ghosts and sheets I've seen my whole life. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Somebody wearing a sheet with two holes cut in it. Not, not, <laughs> not too much. Or terrifying.
1: like even, you know, like the, the transparent, you know, yeah, whatever. Like that, that doesn't scare me in that same way. It doesn't tap into that part of my brain. That's like, Oh, what if that happened?
0: Well, and I should mention this movie is called shutter because it's, a huge part of it is about photography. Mm -hmm. They're taking pictures that ghosts appear in that keeps happening it's a whole big element of the movie to the point that they stole people's photographs and used them in the movie and then at the end of the movie the credits were like hey, if we use your picture without permission
1: sorry! Yeah, that was pretty funny at the end. Um, But there were you know and I always find that interesting that idea of like hidden faces in pictures (laughs) and you know the the Blurry splotches that might be UFOs, might be, you know, who knows? Is that grandma's spirit hovering over the new baby? Sully's halo?
0: (laughs) Yes.
1: (laughs) Except that nobody ever tried to explain that away as, like, paranormal (laughs) activity. It was just frizzy hair and sunlight. Like, we understood science. Yeah, that's kind of nice. Although there are pictures of me taken... Like, with old school cameras and, like, flashes and stuff where people are looking into mirrors. Ooh.
0: Like, there's I never do one, that.
1: I forget who it is. It's either my grandfather or my dad holding me and taking a picture of the two of us into a mirror. Uh-huh. And the flash, like, looks like it's coming from my eyes. Like, <laughs> like it's like the laser-beaten picture, you know whatever. Yeah. But still, it wasn't supernatural. It was just maybe science.
0: You think it wasn't. But anyway, that was a, a thing and that that's the kind of thing that there's a, there's something for me there. Um I did not find this movie scary. It didn't get me at all and I was kind of frustrated with that cuz I felt like I should have enjoyed the bits you were enjoying so much. Oh, I on the same level.
1: Multiple jump scares watching this movie. Yeah.
0: And they totally didn't get me, and I was like, this makes me sad. Hmm. But
1: you're so jaded. I
0: know. But the I I I don't think they did it that well in this movie, but the whole photo thing and like later in the movie there's a flip book made of photos. That kind of thing, like it wasn't done really well here, but it I like it. Like I can think of a scene in the book, also now in the movie, It. Mm-hmm. And then Stephen King also wrote a story called The Sun Dog*, which is about the exact same thing, where, you know, series of photos every time you take one, more stuff is happening in the mm-hmm. photos. And I don't know, that's a cool idea to me that seems creepy, but in this movie, yeah, not, it does. not as much.
1: It does. Well, I think it taps into that idea that things are happening around us that we can't see. Like, like you can't be prepared for an attack if you don't know it's happening.
0: And I liked those scenes in this movie where they were like, we know that the ghost shows up in pictures, so I'm going to run around this room taking pictures of everything to try and spot her. Mm -hmm. And that was pretty cool.
1: Mm -hmm. They were definitely handicapped by the fact that they were using actual developed like film photography rather than digital photography and I feel like by 2004 they could have been using digital photography I'm gonna assume that digital photography had made it to Thailand by then
0: yeah but you know what it doesn't capture ghosts you gotta use real camera. you know you can't fake a Polaroid
1: (laughs) that is what they said so yeah they, they were definitely hampered by the fact that um they couldn't like, they were taking all those pictures, but then they'd have to get them developed to see yeah. where she showed up. Until Jane got the Polaroid camera, because she had been told that <laughs>
0: you, you can't, can't fake a Polaroid. A Polaroid. The, the better thing is that you get them instantly, like you Yes.
1: Saying. Yes. Um, I liked the guy who... This, like, side character who ran the uh, photo...
0: Developing place.
1: Yes, the photo developing place. He was like sarcastically funny and like and i thought he was going to be annoying at first because the very first thing he says is i think to tun he says oh a spirit is haunting you like that means a spirit is haunting you and he like says it with this very serious face and then a second later he breaks and he's like nah man i'm just (laughs) joking with you like i'm just kidding and he did that a couple times where he like got very you know spiritual Mm -hmm. and serious and then was like Dude, it's a picture. Like, it's a sunspot or something. Come on. I found that amusing.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, So let's talk about Tun a little bit and his relationship with Jane and his relationship with Net, uh, Net, who ended up being the ghost girl. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And Jane is his current girlfriend. I was fooled, like Jane was, into trusting Tun. Mm Mm-hmm. Like I wrote in here, yeah, early on I wrote, oh, I like these people, but I, by horror movie rules they have to die. I was like, mm, it's too bad, yeah. but I, I kind of like these. Like often I am rooting for whoever the ghost is haunting to be murdered because they deserve it. Yeah. But I liked him and I liked Jane.
0: Well, when, okay, first of all, this movie is about the wacky adventures of Toon and Ton, Best friends. The buddies. Yeah. College it's buddies. a buddy, buddy comedy, except that what they do as buddies isn't great
1: i mean to be fair (laughs) they act pretty much the same as all the buddies in all the buddy comedies yeah that have ever been made pretty much
0: that's a shame um but when ton showed up and was upset and he said i'm gonna die soon and he's saying you remember what we did do you have those pictures i'm like oh okay there's a problem here but then For a huge chunk of the movie after that, Toon was still given this attitude like, "Mm, I'm cool. I don't know what that that guy's talking about. Not only that, but he he
1: gave off this, like, very sincere apology. Like, he was so sorry for what he was saying he had done to Nat. Like, Mm -hmm. he broke up with her in a...
0: Bad yeah, way, and you know he had a story,
1: right? That, that she was she was weird. People thought she was odd. So when he was dating her, like he didn't tell people, and he and was he ashamed of he her, wasn't. right? And so like, and he seemed legitimately sorry that he had hurt her in this way, and that he was learning something. I'm like, oh, there were times when I actually thought, I'm like, oh, so this is one of those movies where the guy who acts in toxic ways is learning to be a better person. I was so gaslit by this character.
0: Yeah. He kept it very much covered up to a point that didn't seem realistic. Like at the end it's like like they hadn't told him when they were when he was reading the script he only had the good guy part of it. And then he's like, right. Haha, reveal that you actually did this terrible thing. <laughs>
1: you were actually part of this horrible, horrible thing. Yeah. So it was interesting, though, how I was able to feel how Jane felt. Yeah. Because I I was upset at first. And then I was like, okay, no, I can forgive him. He's genuinely remorseful. It's okay. And then that massive betrayal at the end. Like, I was following along with Jane's emotional journey in this story.
0: Yeah. Big time. The movie, for most of it, was feeling very basic ghost story whatever and it didn't seem like it was doing anything interesting until the point where the ghost of Nett made a flip book for Jane. Jane got this flip book that was showing her where to look in the apartment for these pictures Mm -hmm. and I'm like this is cool the ghost is guiding her trying to warn her and help her deal with this guy who's not a good guy Mm -hmm. and I like that I like the turn.
1: Yeah that was good that was very good so this was one of the first movies that we've done this month where I active, like actually wrote down in my notes that there was a theme. Like most and of the time.
0: I wrote something too, but mine's going to be different.
1: Most of the time when we watch these movies and then we hash them apart, you know, we we pull them apart and we talk about them. I end up coming to a theme in the discussion, right? Yeah. There's always something to be found oh, yeah. or created in <laughs> when up. you're when you're analyzing art. But this one, like, I feel like there was a very strong, very overt theme that only became really obvious at the end. Hmm. Then what is this theme? Well, so to me the theme of shudder is that the bad things that you do will follow you and weigh you down as you move forward. In your life.
0: Yeah, they will weigh you down. That was something I really liked.
1: The symbolism of the ghost, like, riding on his shoulders and realizing that she had been doing it through the whole movie because that's yeah. why his neck hurt. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah.
0: It would have been cool if, I don't know how this would have worked, but if somehow they didn't see the ghost around different places, instead like if he had seen her face in a reflection in the mirror or something. So like if you had looked back through the movie, you'd realize that she was always just on his shoulders. Right. That could have been pretty cool. But
1: but she was also attacking all those other guys too. Yeah. Because there was a group of four college buddies who did this terrible thing to her. Yeah. And inspired her to take her own life at the end. So yeah, it was a very obvious thematic idea But it was also not so heavy handed through the whole movie that it like was annoying. It just came in at the end and it wrapped everything up where no matter how hard this guy tried to pretend that he, that that it hadn't happened, Mm -hmm. to avoid it, to run away from things, to, you know, deny that he was a part of it, it was going to follow him forever.
0: Yeah. And that ties right into what I put down, which is the same thing, but it's, well, this movie was made in 2004, so they definitely didn't mean what I wrote. <laughs> okay. Which is that this is a movie about me too. And it's this oh. guy. It's about the horrors of having to be a guy who is accused of something that he did and who then is canceled. And how terrible this poor guy has to suffer through this experience.
1: I think he definitely would have agreed with you.
0: Uh-huh. That was the idea.
1: Yeah and 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 went so far as to like do all of the same gaslighting that we hear mm-hmm. people who are accused of things that they did um you know i'm not I'm not talking about the very rare occasions when someone is accused of something that they didn't do, but yeah people people who do horrible things, and it's not even just within i mean this this movie is talking about sexual assault
0: yeah.
1: um specifically, but no matter what like. No matter what terrible, terrible thing somebody has done, we have all of these ways of denying and pretending. And...
0: Yeah, and he definitely kept it all covered up until it all came out and wrote him out the window.
1: Right? Oh, and I'm not going to lie. There was a little part of me that was like, oh, good, when I found out that he didn't die and he was just very broken in this hospital room. That was a with the ghost still riding
0: on his shoulders. I really liked the ending because you see him in the hospital room and he's like hunched over and it's just him. And I was already like, okay, this is good. Mm-hmm. And then they had the shot of the reflection in the window right. where you Jane see comes her in the door on top of him. Yeah, yeah, that was that was cool.
1: And now I'm realizing that Jane was still there at the end.
0: I mean, she came in to see him, but maybe just so they could have that scene, I don't know.
1: I guess. I mean, I feel like it would have been just as easy to have, like, a nurse come in and show us the reflection and show Jane, like, packing her bags and getting out of Dodge. Yeah,
0: I don't know. I mean, I guess the implication is that she's still supporting him, which is not a good ending.
1: I don't know. I'd have to watch the ending again to know for sure how I felt like it, you know, wrapped things up. But also, I mean, it might have just been that she's a genuinely good person who's like, okay, I'm checking to see if you're okay. We're done. But (laughs) I, you know, I am sorry that you are injured. A little bit. Jane is clearly a better person than I.
0: Yeah. She did not want to hit and run. She wanted to check on the person they hit.
1: Okay, now I take it back that Jane is a better person than I because if you and I were in a car and, we, and I hit somebody while I was driving and you were like, just leave, just drive away, it's fine. I would not do the thing you were
0: telling me to do. Yeah, that was not appropriate. But hey, little hit and run is what it is.
1: Yeah, what's well, a little drinking and driving amongst friends?
0: <sighs> yeah, and other crimes, man.
1: Yeah, not great.
0: Not, not, not great. great. That was actually the note I had about Tun was he solves every problem by walking away from it. Because it started with the hit and run where he's like, oh, let's not worry about it. Let's just get out of here. Mm-hmm. And then it kept going. Like with the ghost coming after them, he's like, just just leave. And she's like, we got to do this. We got to figure this out. And he's like, no, I'm going. And with the uh, visiting Net's mom, mm-hmm. he was like, no, we're going to get out of here. And yeah. It was always just run away from it. So I'm glad he got caught.
1: Yeah, it was very interesting. Um, It's funny to me that I have very high up in my notes, I have, I like these people. And then later down, I I have the note, Tun is not a good guy.
0: (laughs) No, he is not.
1: Ratings.
0: After watching the movie last night, I felt like it wasn't that great i mean like i said it was really riding the wave of the grudge in the ring and it was trying to do some of that it was kind of like a low budget it wasn't really low budget but you know low rent version of that but then now we've talked about it and i'm kind of enjoying all the i don't know all the point to what the ghost was doing and stuff and i did really even as when we were watching it i really liked the stuff about the ghost riding on his neck and his neck pain being a problem and the way it kind of came out too like there were people whispering things to him that they weren't really saying it was Mm -hmm. it was the the beating of that heart in the floor Mm -hmm. would not leave him alone and that was fun and I mean it was it was fun when they found the girl dead in the bed everything was fun
1: that's always a good time yeah (laughs)
0: I mean not for oh, them, but nuts. for us. Poor Mom. Yeah, she was deeply traumatized by this whole thing. That just all of that made me like it more and more. And I think it's it's not great, it's formulaic, other than some little twists. So I wanna give it though three point five pickled animals out of five. Because it was good. It wasn't great, but it was definitely good.
1: Yeah, it I I feel like uh I agree with you a lot about pretty much everything you said there. Um it gets a little bit of a bump for me because this is one of my favorite styles of horror movies. Yeah. I agree with just about everything you just said. It's it's not a it's not an inventive, innovative uh fresh movie. Part of me wonders if we had watched it 16 years ago, if it might have felt a little fresher. Yeah, that's um,
0: probably very true.
1: I just looked up The Ring, and The Ring came out in 2002. Oh,
0: so see, it, it wasn't... Was pretty close. Yeah,
1: it, it hadn't... That's, that style of movie hadn't been hugely popular in the United States for a long time at that point. I, I yeah. say in the United States because I don't know how long it had been popular before The Ring really like made it a thing mm-hmm. here. And I'm sure there were people who were watching those kinds of movies here before The Ring, but The Ring really like brought it to popular culture yeah. more. It was the um, big one. Yeah. So this wasn't that long after that and it probably felt a little fresher. It's like watching, you know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre now as opposed to watching it back in what, like the 70s when it was yeah. made? Um, It it has a very different feel. So, you know, I don't think it would have gotten a high score, except that it is one of my favorite styles of movie, um, or horror movie. And I really, really was impressed by how they convinced me, even though I was watching all of the things. In my notes, I wrote down, Tun is not a good guy. And I still was gaslit into, like, wanting to forgive him wanting him to wanting to believe that he was going to become a good guy until the very end and so that that was an impressive piece of storytelling to me like usually i'm pretty wary of that sort of thing and i would have watched it and been like "Mm, girl you need to get away from this guy he is not what he's pretending to be i bought in yeah so that's that's interesting to me so I think that I am going to also give it three and a half pickled animals out of five.
0: Alright. I think Agreement.
1: Agreement. There's that that's including like uh probably a full point's worth of bump above what it was just generally as a movie. Yeah. I mean it wasn't bad, it just wasn't most of it was bland.
0: Yeah, that's kinda how I felt. Although uh one note I forgot to discuss. Is that in this movie we discovered that ghosts can travel at 100 kilometers per hour, but they <laughs> cannot go 120. It's just too much.
1: I have to say, especially living in Texas, where cool. there are some roads where it 80 miles an hour is the actual posted speed limit, mm-hmm. 80 miles per hour. Watching them make a big deal out of him going 100 kilometers per hour, uh-huh. I was like, oh, no, no, no.
0: Well, it was a really crappy car. It really was. It really, really was. Really it, was, really was. it was
1: funny. Yeah. And then, you know, he like pushed it to 120
0: kilometers. And the ghost was like, whoa. <laughs> that was funny. Okay. I hope we can find more amusing ghosts later in our next episode
1: maybe we can find one that's wearing a sheet I hope so the mint in your mouth before we can record.
0: No, I can't. You have to suck a mint. Just crunch it up. Just chew it with your teeth. You can't chew a mint. A mint is to be sucked upon.
1: I don't even know who you are anymore. How do you not know how to just chew up a mint?